What is up, Moyak family? Uh, glad to see you guys. What's up, Josh, man? How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Glad that everybody's here, ready to get this party started. Yeah, man, we've got a good show lined up, good guy um, that we we're interviewing and talking to and, uh, you know, excited to get into that. Um, let's get into our announcements and some other stuff. Uh, Truman Lake, man, tell me some good news. Uh, yeah, we're on. Truman Lake, we are good to go. June uh, 27th, we are going to have that tournament up there at uh, in Clinton, Missouri at Everhart's Outdoors. We are good to go for the live event. We've got an awesome menu of food planned out for everybody. Uh, we've got raffles. Uh, we're going to give away everybody's uh, membership packets. If, if you've got a shirt coming or a hat coming, you're going to get all that stuff. So pretty excited to get up to Truman and get this thing going. Uh, uh, it's going to be a pretty special event. Not only are we, you know, going to raffle away a bunch of cool stuff, but, you know, Everhart's is donating a brand new new canoe pursuit uh neon green and this thing is sweet it's got the the, the, the uh, aftermarket black deck kit put on it he's got the brand new swivel seat that rotates all the way around i mean this is a neat kayak and it's worth a lot of money uh we're gonna give it away to anybody that shows up to come fish it's a moyak member uh all moyak members are gonna get raffle tickets um, so we'll be raffling off a canoe or a kayak, a new canoe kayak as well. Um, we're also going to be doing the best damn tackle box. Glad to bring that back. Uh, that's been a long time, uh, Moyak tradition. That's something where we have a box of tackle and to enter in this drawing, to win that box of tackle, all you need to do is bring a piece of tackle to donate kind of like a can good drive where you bring a can good, uh, bring a fishing lure. So bring a fishing lure, throw it in the box. We're going to give you a raffle ticket, and then we're going to draw a name, and the winner is going to take that entire box of tackle home with you. I mean, sometimes we've seen that look almost around $300 worth of tackle in this box. It's 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 pretty cool. So we'll be it's doing that. We'll be doing that at Truman, too. It's really interesting to see what guys put in there, you know, because, you know, sometimes it's, you know, some of their good stuff that they may have just gotten. Other times it's... It could mm -hmm. be just their their random stuff that uh, I don't really use this, but it's really cool to see what you know what English put in there. The Missouri May bracket, man. Uh, Richie McMichael, congratulations, man. He tore it up. He put he put them on me, man. He I I, I think I worried him for a little bit, but just he not, did just not enough, man. But that we've, we've got to do that next year. Do it and maybe I don't know earlier, maybe during the winter time when you know there's not as much stuff going on, you know. That was a great time. Thanks for putting that on, Josh. Yeah, I mean, uh, it looked like everybody had a great time. You guys really duped it out. Uh, you and Richie took it. I mean, you guys went through all those guys one round at a time, all the way to the final. And you guys still both put up decent limits at the end. And, yeah, uh, Richie McMichael, he came out on top. He's going to get his uh, prize at Truman Lake, too, as well. Um, I got that here. Uh, we're going to give away all the uh, past awards that we've missed due to these uh you know the covid shutdown stuff uh for lake of the ozarks uh we and table rock if you came in the top three we've got a trophy for you so this year we're doing top three trophies uh they're really cool uh, wooden cedar carved trophies that have got the lake on. oh man wait till you guys see these trophies they're going to be pretty sweet so uh we'll be handing out all those trophies that we have missed you know at truman as well so that's cool, man. Definitely a lot of exciting stuff going on right now in Moyak and, and looking forward to Truman. Uh, you know, talking about this weekend, uh, we're going to go floating, man. What's going on with that? 
Yeah, if, if uh, the weather holds out, which hopefully it will, uh, we're going to finally be able to get together and have a little meet and greet. We're going to meet up at the river on the James River. We're going to do a river cleanup and a float trip. Uh, just real laid back. It, anybody can come. Bring your wife. Bring your kids. You know, bring your husbands. Bring your family. You know, bring everybody. And well, all we're going to do is we're going to meet up at the Hootentown Access Point. Uh, it's there. It's just south of south of Nixa a little bit. Uh, it's up on the map on the Facebook page. But um, if you're not familiar with that area, and then we're going to shuttle ourselves. We're going to go upstream. We're going to go up to uh, the Delaware Town Access, and we're going to float down, pick up trash along the way. It's a really good stretch to fish, so we're going to catch some fish. Uh, if you're curious about how kayak tournaments work, there's going to be a lot of experienced kayak tournament anglers there that can show you you know, how to properly photograph a fish, how to use Tourney X. I mean, we can, we can do it all hands-on and in-person, so that'll be a great learning way a uh, great learning tool for people that are just wanting to get in on the sport as well. Or if you just want to come hang out and float and meet everybody and, and you know, help clean up a, the river, that's awesome too. Uh, I'm going to provide lunch for everybody. We'll pull off on a gravel bar, you know, around lunch and cook up some food for everybody and do a little swimming or something. Uh, we'll end up the float trip down at Hootentown Campground. I've got an area there reserved uh, they said it'll hold 10 tents, but I think it's a little bigger. And if, as long as you're not getting there too late, there shouldn't be a problem with, you know, space. Uh, they, they only charge per tent. So if you've got a family and you're going to be in one tent, you've only got one fee to pay and that's $12. So $12 per tent per night. It's a pretty, pretty decent rate. And we'll be right there on the water, right there at the end of the float. It's a pretty nice swimming hole right there too. So, um, I mean, I think we've got some cornhole coming. We're going to barbecue. We're going to have a casting contest. We'll have some games and stuff and just hang out and have a good time, you know, enjoy that we can finally get back to normal, have a, you know, get back to nature, you know. Yeah, it's gonna definitely. Be, it's going to be fun. Yeah, definitely a good time, especially just going out and relaxing, not, you know, not worried about a tournament or, or yep. fishing or No money on the line, no money on the line, no stress, no nothing. We're just going to hang out. We're going to relax and have a good time. Yeah, definitely. Definitely well needed, especially, you know, after coming off these last few weeks and, and having all these tournaments and whatnot. It should be a definitely good time. Well, man, let's get into the kayak tip of the week. Uh, hydration. I don't know about you, but Saturday and Sunday I was fishing and it got hot. And I was so glad that I brought some water and a have got a Yeti that I put some ice in it. And the ice usually lasts all day and stays cold. But I don't I, th- I think if I didn't have that, man, it, I would have been it would have been rough. Yeah, it's that time of the year, you know, when you're out on the water in the sun, you're it's it's going to take it its toll on you. So you got to keep drinking water. I mean, take plenty of water when you go out. I take a cooler with me full of ice. I get a bag of ice. I take a couple bottles of water, you know, and some and some Gatorade or something. And I pretty much just kind of eat on ice and drink ice water all day, you know. So that's that's how I keep myself hydrated. But you know a lot of anglers will get out there and they'll start competing or fishing and they're they're so focused on what they're doing they forget to take a break and stop and and take a drink and you know now that we're getting into these summer months you know when that when that temperature is going to get up there in the 90s and the hundreds you have to stay hydrated or your body's just going to overheat you know and you know having a heat stroke in a kayak is not a good thing that's that's not that's not going to turn out well so 
stay hydrated and stay safe. You know, if, if, you know, drinks, slam some water before the night before, you know, get really hydrated, take water with you when you go on the water, take ice, you know, take a little cooler and plan on that every time you go out to have some fluids, you know, so you can stay hydrated. Yeah, definitely. You know, even if you, you know, if you get to a spot there, you know, where you're fishing, where maybe you can get to a bank and, and get off your kayak and maybe even just take a dip um you know get in the water and cool your body temp down i mean that that would make a huge difference you know yeah yeah for sure well cool man i'm excited about our guest man um excited to get into that interview um glad he came on here we've talked about him quite a bit and and glad he came on here and talked to us and we've got our special guest for tonight guy just tore it up through the month of may did an amazing job and we are excited to have him on here we've talked about him a lot I'm kind of going through his accolades and, and all that good stuff. Uh, you know, Tourney X, he has 116 total tournaments. Um, 78 of them have been top 10 finishes, which 67% of that, he's he's finishing in the top 10. That's that's, that's awesome. I know, it's ridiculous. That's it's why they great. call him McNasty. <laughs> uh, he has 36 top three finishes. So uh, 36 times he's finished in the top three. Uh, his personal best bass, 22 inches. Um, he is the 2019 KBF Central Re- Regional Angler of the Year. Uh, Richie McMichael. Richie, man, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Man, thanks for coming on here. You know, we've talked about you quite a bit in, in random segments and, and heard about you and, and glad you're, you're on here. You know, I'm kind of disappointed you beat me, but we'll, we'll get past that. <laughs> Cool, man. Glad to get, glad to come. Thanks for coming on here. Appreciate that. Um, I mean, just tell us about yourself, man. What you know? What you, what you got going in a long life, and you know how you got into kayak fishing? Yeah. Um, well, I spent about 14, 15 years in a boat, um, and then there for a while, I just lost a kind of passion for fishing for a while. I don't know. It just I don't know. Started getting old until uh, then. Uh, Josie Stone up here in Kansas City he started uh, the Northeast kansas kayak anglers so and that's that's where i got um started in a kayak at first i kind of resisted it because like man i got this big boat in the garage why don't why do i need to get a little kayak like that but i'm, I'm really glad i gave in and uh started kayak fishing because la- the last six years of kayak fishing it's it's been an incredible it's been an incredible journey so far um and i just started out fishing local events for a while um like with northeast kansas kayak anglers and they have a club in wichita and then so i've done that for a while i won first three angler of the years for NECA, um and then i won also another local club angler of the year wait wait, wait. Say, say that again did you just say you won three years in a row angler three of the years year? three years in a row angler of the year and wow. 2000 2017, I won two of the years and two Kansas clubs. So that's kind of where, where I got to the point. It's like, man, maybe I should start kind of going out there and kind of traveling a little bit more and, and kind of see what I can do. Like in 2018, they started the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series. And that's kind of where I found the like this lake I fish now that I've been going to, getting mid-90s, low-90s every time. But, yeah, and I kind of wanted to move out. And I know there's a lot of – great sticks up in nebraska because they were putting on the midwest kayak fishing series and i just kind of want to get out and travel a little bit more and just kind of compete with a bunch of different people and um ended up winning the that midwest kayak fishing series angler of the year in 2018 as well and 
And, and it was a little unique because um, I wasn't re- didn't really get into the online stuff before, but I know they had part of their angle of the year was online stuff. So I kind of that's when I started searching for lakes with big bass. You know, I'd go into a local tackle shop. I'd la- ask the owners like, man, what lakes around here do you hear, you know, that are good that have big bass? So he, he kind of made a list for me. So that's kind of where I got to step up. So he made a list mm-hmm. of uh, all the big fish lakes were so and some of them were good some of them weren't so good so i wasted some time but um i found a few really nice good lakes um because of that um and you know i just kind of kept going in in 2000 i made the 10 also in 2018 um i ended up the only way to get to the 10 i had to go out to lake erie and it was like a 13 hour drive and i've never went over like six seven hours for a tournament before so that was kind of unique going up there and fishing like different body of water up there um but and that's kind of and then 2019 i just kept on kept on doing what i do i kept traveling i'm um, started going went down to texas a lot i've been going to totally different lakes i'd never fished before because of the kayak scene um and i ended up winning this 2019 central division um it's been and that just been a fun journey so far man and just can't wait to see where it goes from now and looking forward to all these live events kicking in again but yeah i think we're all really ready for it you know it's, absolutely it's going to be good to get back together with anybody everyone and uh be able to put some names with some faces and and you know especially the new guys you know they they may just kind of go out in their own deal but you know meeting new people and guys that fish and going fishing with them and and making plans and that and that's how i've met so many guys and then gone fishing with them is is those live events and and you know i really like what you've talked about you know you kind of hit on almost all you know some of the questions we're, we're going to ask you and and you know speaking of kansas you know we, fi- we see you fish the monthlies in kansas and uh, missouri um i mean what if you could pick what one state you can only fish one of those between kansas and missouri which one would you pick man <laughs> oh, that's, that's an easy choice that's missouri i can go to five or six different lakes in missouri and catch in the 90s i don't know one lake in kansas i can do that with except for maybe bone creek i guess but um it would be missouri for sure <laughs> yeah uh speaking of that how many lakes did you actually fish during the bracket challenge did you stick with one or two or did you bounce around to a whole bunch of different lakes um it it was my main lake was but i did bounce around a d- bunch of different lakes um um I, and it just kind of seems it's kind of weird because every lake i have that can produce is about two hours from me <laughs> which which in any direction i go if i go north northeast east southeast it's always two hours about where the, these lakes are at but i got like five or six of them um but um yeah i bounced around quite a bit and i even checked out some new lakes because of it too so and i found found another lake that's pretty decent caught my biggest uh fish of the year there so but and i think it was it was two weeks ago i know our uh, online started at six o'clock i caught a 21 and three quarter at 556 oh, so man. i can only use it for the monthly and i did couldn't use it for the online or the the weekend but but i still made it through the week so that was that was good 
But oh man, yeah. yeah, it's rough when you. I mean, what was that? Seven weekends in a row. I mean, when you got to get out there each weekend and grind it, and you know, like you were talking about with these onlines, it kind of gets to where you're chasing that big bass. You're looking for these spots that have these 20 inch and above fish. It's almost like you're going out looking for 20 plus fish, and that's the only goal. And so. I know what that grind feels like it, it, it can get on you. I mean, does that wear you out over time? Oh yeah. You know, I'm exhausted. That's kind of why I really wanted to take this weekend off. Cause it's just been go, go, go every, every single weekend. Um, but I really haven't been fishing till six o'clock. I've usually just been fishing till like, I get up really early, like two, two thirty in the morning to, uh, drive two hours to the lake. Um, get there extra early um just make sure i'm the first one there in my spot um but um it's a grind i'm ready for ready for a break um there's a couple tournaments this weekend i wanted to go to um kentucky lake but i just need a little break i might just stay local maybe fish melbourne i know NECA has a tournament at melbourne this weekend so i might just stay home stay local and just fish that one for fun and just i don't fish melbourne very much so might as well go down there and just just pick a spot and go have fun fishing instead of uh this constant this constant grind yeah but this bracket challenge has been extremely <clears throat> fun though i'm glad you guys did it it's been exciting yeah it's it seems like it's spreading a lot of people are doing it you know it's it's a it's a really cool concept i think we'll see next year kind of evolve into something even more so yeah, yeah it's, I been, know. it's been a lot of fun I know it's been great, but I know one thing that's going to be tough for that thing to go all year is people that do live tournaments aren't, it's it's going to be tough for them to be able to sign up for that. Yeah. And I was even talking to some of the guys at KBBT about that. You know, I mean, with, you know, now we're getting back to normal and when we're traveling, you know, the guys that do hit the road, uh, we can't be stuck into one region or one state to fish in these onlines, you know, so. Uh, participation could go down but it's still a good concept i mean it would be Mm -hmm. cool to see it uh happen on all like a live event on one lake you know a a two or three day event bracket challenge on one lake i think that would be something pretty cool to see yeah i think that would be pretty neat Mm -hmm. i think the biggest reason it it came about is you know because of the pandemic but Mm -hmm. it was perfect for the pandemic when there wasn't live events and i think that's why guys ate it up but still i mean it, it's very cool concept and very smart of you know whoever thought about it came up into it maybe maybe it was a you know march madness fan he's like well forget this i'm gonna make yeah. my own one you know and so he was it was a uh, greg noser and uh yeah he was a march madness fan mad because the the basketball championship got canceled tournaments got canceled and so yeah and think- i know that I wish I would have knew about the first bracket they had. I didn't get signed up in time for that. That would have been fun because I didn't have any tournaments going on. And I, I would love to see what would have happened, how far I could have made it there. But Yeah, that was uh, not good for me. I went up against Brad Case in the first round, and he put the, <laughs> put the smack down on me. That's a good angle. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of like you too. There's not a lot of good water, you know, in my area that's close by where I can go catch big fish. I got to travel a little ways and go search for, you know, basically strip pits are about the best thing around me right now. And then there's so many of them, you got to explore them forever. So it, it gets challenging just exploring. But at the same time, that's kind of a fun part about the online tournaments is getting out there, exploring new water and trying to find these, you know, spots that you've never been to for, you know, spots that may have some monster bass in them. Yeah, I know. There, 
after looking for these kind of lakes and stuff for these onlines, you know, there are so many good lakes around northern Missouri, northeast Missouri, north central Missouri that people just don't even fish and don't know about them. Um, I know I can't, I guess one easy, I shouldn't be telling people this, but uh, one one way people can find these is they can call Uh-oh. up their local MDC official and they'll, they go, they go out to these lakes, they shock them all the time. They, they know what fish is there and they, they usually tell you where the highest are the lakes with the biggest fish and the most fish. So that's a, that's a way to do it. So you're just not going out blind to certain lakes and stuff like that. It'll save you some travel that way. Yeah, they've got a on the Missouri Department of Conservation website, they've got not all the lakes, but they've got a bunch of lakes where they show the, you know, the latest shocking reports and what the average length of the fish was that they caught in there. That that can be a good tool when you're researching looking for yeah, some of these spots. I wish, I wish Kansas did the same thing, but you know, I can go up to all these Missouri websites and they'll tell you exactly how the fishing is going to be, how many percentage of the fish are over 15 inches, over 18 inches. So that's, that's good to know before you even travel to the lake. Yeah. That's something I think that gets overlooked a lot. I mean, we talk about Missouri having some great lakes for us to bass fish in, but we've got a great department of conservation as well. Our conservation department does an incredible job at, at, you know, providing these access points, providing the good fishing that we have in Missouri. Um, I believe we were the first state ever to implement a state tax that actually went into the Department of Conservation, you know, from state revenue. So, um, you know, hats off to the Department of Conservation. Yeah, I know they do some work. That's why every time I go to Cabela's or something, I always round up for the Conservation Department. So there you go. You know, Richie, we just came off of uh, Table Rock and, and, you know, we saw some success from some guys and, and you know, like Josh and I talked about, we struggled. Um, you know, you finished, uh, I think you finished 12th on one day and and, um, and 8th on the other. Um, I think in 2018, you finished first. You won that tournament there at Table Rock for Moyak. Um, what is your, your, uh, your goals or your, I guess, your keys for consistency there at Table Rock? Um... Well, Table Rock's one of those lakes because um, I don't I don't think I won Table Rock. I I won I think 2018 Tanny Como. Oh, okay, Table Rock, I've never done that. I've been in the top ten in every time on Table Rock, but I've never can get over the over the hump and win that tournament. Um, I think for me, since Table Rock's one of those lakes that I fished a lot out of a boat in boat tournaments, it really didn't do me any good <laughs> because just fishing out of a boat, you go to the same ramp and you don't, and the payouts aren't very good. So you don't want to run your boat dry and run all over the lake and stuff. You basically kind of want to stay within, you know, the area that ramp is in. Um, but um, other than that, I kind I think what hurts me is on table rock is I like to go, to the shallow water, go up the rivers and stuff like that and catch large mouth. I think and after the last few terms, you kind of you can kind of see the consist people that are on top of the leaderboard are consistently catching decent sized smallmouth. So and that's just kind of not my strength as a smallmouth fish and I like fish shallow, fish for large mouth. But next time I go to Table Rock, I'm gonna change things up and uh try try to go to the try to go after smallmouth. Yeah man, I'm I'm looking at here it's the uh, Moyak 2018 Classic, um, Table Rock Lake, 
It, it's got you as first, man. So you have oh, one on. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. Okay. So many wins, you can't even keep track. You don't even know. My bad. That's right. I did win Table Rock that year. I got. Yeah, uh, that was. I got. That was the Midwest Kayak Fishing Series one too, and I got third in that one and got first. Okay. Yeah, that was the last year of the live events for the Midwest. Mm. I think. But yeah, and I found a pretty decent creek in the back. When the fish are there at Table Rock, they're there. It's going to be hard to beat, but <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, just sometimes it's they're just not in that area, and it's hard to. Whenever you'd only have a one day to pre-fish, it's hard to go find them. If if someone had two or three days to go pre-fish, then it'd be a different story. But I think because uh, Table Table Rocks to me is like that. You got to go find sometimes. One week they'll be in a creek, another week they'll be in a different creek, creek biting. So, but it's just kind of in the kayak thing. You kind of either gotta be prepared to move or just kind of grind it out in the area you go to. So, so you talked about you were going to take a little bit of a break. You know, you're going to probably fish uh, with Nika this next weekend. Um, after that, I mean, what are you? Are you going to head up to Lacrosse? Are you going to hit uh, the Hobie or the Bassmaster Bass Nation event up there? Because I'm, I'm yeah, looking forward. I'm, I'm heading up there. I can't wait. Yeah, I'll be fishing both river tournaments, the Mississippi River, with uh, bass and hook. Um, I definitely want to most try to hit three Hobies for sure. Um, and I, my schedule's all messed up. I'm sure everybody's is. I don't know when a lot of these tournaments are going to be rescheduled or or what what's in the future now. But I definitely want to want to hit some another kbf trail somewhere maybe i'll go to conway i don't know we'll see um the issue with that is for me is not being able to get off work the next couple weeks just driving up after work friday no pre-fishing time but other than that um i just need to take a stay stay close to home next few weeks and then kind of see from there i the mississippi river is definitely on the schedule um i wanted to go to chickamauga this year but Obviously, that was canceled. Um, I'm not sure if they uh, rescheduled that or not. Yeah, I think they did reschedule that back to September, October. I think. I think it got it got rescheduled for bass. The schedules um, are be really busy in October. <laughs> oh no! Uh, the KBF National Championship too. They they got the days uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It's a three day event that ends on Friday. So that's going to be kind of strange too. Are you still planning on going to that? You know, for the the team, I'm actually, team cup um i'm actually going to try to be there all week i'm going to hope hopefully be there all week try to get some pre-fishing days in for that lake because there's a lot of stuff on the line there a lot of a lot of cash to be won so oh man yeah if you're in all three events which a lot of people are going to be uh yeah if you can get on them oh i mean and plus <clears throat> you know they got a lot of making up to do from from everything being shut down so i really look i think kbf's going to put on a pretty good event uh for the national championship and and i think someone's going to walk away with a ton of money and it could be a fun top water bite so i'm hoping that i'm one of those guys that walks away with that money too yeah i know i've never been to gunnersville but i've kind of done research and stuff like that so yeah um, i've never fished it either uh we camped out there when we went to the uh, flw event on nika jack our campsite was actually on Gunnersville, but we fished on Nika Jack. But it looks it looks nice, man. If you like throwing a frog, I think I think we're gonna have a good time.
Yeah, and it's probably going to be pretty crowded, but that's okay. Yeah, I think that's maybe why they moved us to Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You know, that way we don't have to deal with the weekend boat traffic. Or, True. You know, I don't, I don't know. Makes sense, though. You know, so, Richie, last year you ended up fishing uh, or being the angler of the year for, for the Central Region. Um, what are your goals for, you know, 2020 as far as, you know, uh, KBF, Bass, Hobie, Moyak, uh, what are what are you looking to accomplish this year? Um, well, yeah, for like KBF, you always want to make the ten every year. That's kind of I'm sure everybody's goal. Um, last year, I had something come up with my job, so I couldn't do the uh, uh, championship KBF championship there in Wisconsin, and that that was a bummer, man. Because I knew I pro- probably would have made the ten if I would have went. Yeah, I, I think sitting- you would have. And I didn't think I wouldn't have had to do much e- either to uh, make it, but but you know things come up. Got I had some important stuff to do with work, so um, but yeah, and that's always my goal to make the ten. I also, I also wanted to win that orange camo Hobie from uh, from the Hobie Angler of the Year, but that that's going to be a tough thing to win. Um, there's a lot of awesome mm-hmm. angles that i know i know one guy already has a first and third place finish so that's going to be hard to beat that but but just Dang. making the turn but just simple goals make the 10 make the tournament of champions um already qualified for the next year's bassmaster classic in lake fork so that was that that goal is taken care of um and you know finish just finishing high in the moyak club too and i want want to win or finish really high for the team tournament as well. And one one of the things I want to do is qualify for the All-American as well. There's not too many uh, times that you get a chance to fish for big money around this area. Because in Truman, if I were to say I would have a home lake, I'd say it's probably Truman. It's like less than two hours from my house. You know, I've fished it a lot. Fished a lot of tournaments on a boat. Oh, my gosh. Are you saying that you – oh, man – so I'm, I'm I'm excited to fish Truman, man. It's I know the lake pretty de- well, um, but we the might thing- have to change locations of the tournament. I don't know. This is <laughs> we'll just Truman cut him a check. Cut him a check right now. <laughs> the thing with Truman is, um, I know where all the good water is, but you couldn't run there unless you knew the lake extremely well, because you'd rip your motor off. I I've seen more people get towed in at Truman Lake than anywhere else. It's pretty dangerous if you don't know what you're doing so um yeah um, everhart's is actually working on a map too that's going to show us all the access points and launch points that i mean even dead end roads and sides where we can just park i'm not talking about boat ramps we're talking about local knowledge and mm-hmm. that's that's going to be awesome to have uh, they should have that ready for us pretty soon which is going to be pretty cool because you know, you know, truman is public you know there's a lot of places where you can just launch anywhere you can park mm-hmm. you know i never really looked at the truman's map before because you know you put it in at one spot and you go drive i've never noticed but i i was kind of looking the other day and i noticed there's so many places you can put in all over that lake and i didn't realize that um and there's some and i know and i know truman lake is a current lake if they're moving water there i have spots you can sit on and catch them all day but when they're not moving water there it gets kind of tough sometimes so you kind of kind of got to know where to go and fish when they're not moving water as well so um i just spent i probably spent more time on truman than anywhere else so 
but that doesn't mean anything. So, <laughs> are you are you going to be at the uh, Moyak event, our next Truman event? Yeah, on June twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. I guess I we'll find out. Going down. That's why I kind of wanted to take this weekend off because. I wanted to go down there and spend the weekend the week before there and just kind of check a few spots and, but I don't cool. know. I'll probably, I'll, I'll be looking for you on there. I'll be following you around. <laughs> <laughs> but some of my good spots that I've fished in a boat, I can't get to. So, cause there's no launch place close to it, but I could get there if I have a torpedo by then. So we'll see. Yeah, and maybe you'll find some secret launch point on that new map we're about to see that you don't know about. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, Richie, we put on uh, Facebook, uh, you know, just kind of questions that, you know, guys are asking and, and wondering. And, and one of them was, you know, how do you approach water that you've never been to? And, and you don't necessarily have to apply it to Truman, but, um, you know, water that you haven't been to, what is what is your kind of game plan and your um, – your way of like maybe pre-fishing it or, or just showing up blind? Like a lot of times I do show up blind and kind of, kind of things I do, what I do, um, even if I have one pre-fishing day, like I'll look at the map, I'll look at Google maps and I'll look at um, like uh, Navionics and stuff. And I'll circle three, three or four areas on that lake and I'll for, just totally forget about anything else. I'll just concentrate on those areas. And what what I want in those areas, depend. I guess it kind of depends on what time of year it is. I want defined creek channels. I want to, if, if I'm fishing in the spawn or something in the spring, I want to find an area that's closest to really deep water. I want a lot of secondary points. And I want to be able to be able to fish every kind of, in the backs, I want to be able to fish middle of the cove, outside the cove, main lake areas. I want as many things I can fish in that area um and definitely you got to have certain your creek channels your and channel swing stuff like that i kind of look for that um i always want there always has to be deep water anywhere close to those fish because for them to pull out on um um <clears throat> and i kind of it's hard to do and i kind of want to look at bottom contour as well it's um whether it's rocky, pea gravel, mud, stuff like that. And certain times of year, it'll determine what I'm looking for. Um, um, sometimes I want a 45-degree bank, and I'll kind of look for those. Sometimes I kind of want bluff walls. Um, and and that's a good thing about Navionis. You can kind of see all that stuff on there. Um, and, and having Google Earth and Navionics right next to each other. Um, but one thing I do not do when I go to a new lake, I don't – I think this is kind of important. I do not want to know what the locals are catching fish on. I don't want to, I don't want to know what they're doing. I want to take my strengths and my game and go do that in a different lake. I've so many times, like the first few times down at Lake Fork, I didn't do very well because I kind of wanted to do what the locals do and kind of, kind of do their way of fishing. But you, you have to be able to, no matter where you go, you want to be able to fish your strengths. And that, and that's kind of the, I think the key for me is I just kind of, I don't get tied up with what other people are doing. I just kind of, I want to go fish what I'm competent in fishing. So that's kind of how I, I look at it. So, yeah, you got to watch out for that doc talk. Sometimes mm-hmm. that, that doc talk can get you. It's got me <clears throat> yeah, I can get you all stuck on one pattern and you just think this is it. And then you're. And then you're just all spun out on tournament day because you're not even sure what to do because you've been listening to everybody else instead of just doing your own thing. 
I, I've been there, man. <laughs> so I, I, I try not to look at fishing reports. I know it kind of sounds a lot of people do that, but I don't, I don't want to see a fishing report. I don't want to see any of that stuff. I just want to go do what I do and look and just look for areas that I've caught fish before in the past and, and just, just go fishing. <laughs> Well, that's cool, man. And, you know, I, I'm sure the guys appreciate it, especially coming from you and where you've done so well. And, and really that kind of just kind of blew my thought process. You know, I, I get on YouTube and, you know, it's a table rock. There's, you know, focus fishing. There's another guy that does, you know, YouTube and they do those local fishing reports. And I'm like, oh, well, they're going to, these guys got to know. But I mean, the lake changes, you know, stuff changes, stuff happens. Um, that's why I don't think those guides really were on them either. So I don't think getting information from them would have done you any good. So no, just like on our last podcast with Watson on here and what was his biggest word of advice? He was like, man, you guys are in for it. You know, he, he didn't even really know what, you know, what was going on. And that's, you know, he's I was kind of excited for it for, cause I think it was, I think it's 2008 or 2009. It's been a while, but I fished table rock when it was 17 foot high. And it was in a boat tournament, and me and my boat, I was with another guy, he boater, I was a non-boater. We both got top two in our club that year, and all the fish were back in the flooded trees, and they were easy to catch. That's why I was kind of excited for it, but when we got down there, it, it was a lot tougher than I thought it would be, so. Definitely. It was definitely tough. <laughs> well, Richie, man, is there anybody you want to say thanks to or give a shout-out to or anything like that? Um, um, yeah, um, I'm not, um, Bass Mogul, um, I know they sponsored Moyak and stuff, but they kind of hooked me up with a lot of gear and stuff like that, so definitely appreciate that, they keep me comfortable on the water, I like their fishing shirts and stuff, they're really thin, they keep me cool during the days, um, and their rain gear is comfortable, and stylish and stuff like that, um, but other than that, I don't really, um, have many sponsors, um, I do have, my trophy bass company shirt on uh um i'm not sponsored by them anything but i use their bait almost everything they make it's very good quality stuff man they have a spinner bait that's i think one of the best spinner baits you can buy so um they're a great company i know kate i think casey scanlon's part owner of it and he helps design the, the baits too so they're very good quality baits and i cashed a lot of checks on their their jigs and spinner baits so um but other than that, um, I guess I got I can thank my wife. If I'm sure she's going to listen to it. Uh, she works on the weekends, all weekends at the hospital. So I'm able to go fishing whenever I want on the weekends. And, um, and, and she's the reason why I'm able to get out and fish all the time. So That's awesome, man. That's cool. Always got to give a shout out to the wives. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Richie, man, appreciate you coming on here, man. Uh, congratulations again on the on the May Madness tournament, man. You you duked it out, and you you took down some good sticks too, man. You did a good job. That, that bracket had I thought our bracket was pretty in that I don't know southeast or whatever we were in. There was a lot of good anglers in there. It was tough, so yeah, for sure. But it was, yeah, guys, man. definitely appreciate you guys having me on here. Yeah, man, we've talked about you so much. It's only, you know, it'd be bad if we didn't bring you on here at some point, you know, just talking behind your back the whole time. <laughs> Josh, yeah. man, you got anything else from Richie? 
No, man, it's, it's, it's uh, I look forward to seeing you at Truman. If you want to come down to Conway, I'll let you know what's going on. We'll go catch some fish. Yeah, if I go, I'll be driving down there Friday night and sleeping at the ramp. So yeah, I'll be I've down there. Uh, we, night, we've so. even got we've even got a place to stay too. So you got if you want a place to crash, you're, you got space. I, I might I'm gonna have to think about it now. Then so cool. Well, cool, man. Thanks again, Richie. Appreciate it so much, man. Yep. All right. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. All right, later. later.